Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Hey, it's Josh Kennedy here, host of the Fit Over 30 podcast. Today, we're talking about how to avoid holiday weight regain. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to look better, feel better, and perform better. If you're new to the show, we release a new episode every Tuesday. But if you're listening to this and you're not part of the inner circle, you're missing out on some great content, including video courses, books, masterclasses, workouts, private group, and our coveted monthly print magazine. You can discover our very best content and join at strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle. Now back to the show. This is the Fit Over 30 podcast. If you're new to the show, thank you for listening in. It is great to have you here. Please make sure to subscribe and review. That way we can get our content to more and more people and keep helping as many people as we possibly can. Uh, This is indeed season five. Uh, and it's the second attempt at the intro. James, because you messed it up. <laughs> my co-host, James Breeze, welcome to the show as well. <laughs> it's usually you that messes up today. My, it, whole, it, my tongue was tied. Like I had no idea what was going on, but yeah, I do it apologize. It generally is me who messes it up. So there we go. Anyway, yeah, exactly. we're on to season five. We've got a new tagline, helping people look better, feel better and perform better, which has uh, changed slightly from the old tagline, which is why we're doing a new season. Do you want to talk about uh, shall we talk about the thinking behind that just briefly yeah just very quickly won't go too in depth it is more of a case of we just asked our audience we spoke to the people who come to us day in day out and the phrase that keeps coming back is high performance and helping them perform better now that means different things with different people yeah. um, it could mean perform better during the day-to-day life it could be mean perform better towards a specific sport but we felt we were getting a bit lost down the whole weight loss thing and lose weight, which we do want to help people, which helps with performance. I was going to However, say, it's still something we will and do help people do because if you, you know, you need to get your body composition right if you want to perform better. Exactly. This thing kept coming back time and time again, the performance side of things, which ties into this new high performance series we're doing for the training plans and things like that coming up. But yeah, it just sits right and it feels right, you know, yeah. and it's, all geared to it's we're all about helping people live better and to do that you've got to look better feel better and perform better and those are the key traits i think that people come to us for because uh, we're all slightly vain we all want to be like you know we still want to look like arnold schwarzenegger every now and then you know from back in the <laughs> everyone days. wants to look better naked in the mirror don't they exactly it's but it's the feel better and perform better factor that we really want to concentrate on and help you guys move forward which allows us to talk about more awesome content both in the magazine both on the pod, on, on the podcasts and also on our YouTube channel, which we're really ramping up soon yep, as well. Absolutely. Uh, so keep your eyes out for that. So today's episode is indeed how to avoid holiday weight regain. Uh, we're doing this because James has just been on holiday. You lucky bugger. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and while you were on holiday, you actually, which is strange, you actually lost about two kilos, right? Because mm-hmm. people two. usually gain weight while they're on holiday. 2.1 kilos, which I've maintained as well, um, yeah. which is interesting. But yeah, it's it was an interesting, um, what's the word, challenge for me, but also a topic that keeps coming back and people need help with time and time again. It's, yeah. it's so highly searched, this, this topic, and people struggle with it. People tend to diet like crazy coming up to a holiday, and then they'll come back 15 pounds heavier, if not even more than that. Because they've just blown everything up, you know, from all the buffets, all the food, eating out, yeah. and all their hard work they've done, which has taken six months. They've kind of 
not want to say ruined, but they've uh, made themselves feel very bad about themselves very quickly when they come back and step on yeah. the scales afterwards. Yeah. yeah. I don't, uh, let's just say I, you didn't go on a holiday with the intention of losing weight either, did you? No. So you were just attempting not to gain any while you were there. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was the thing. So, like, yeah. the backstory to this is very simple. When I was traveling for work a lot, I was I put on a lot of weight. Like, I wasn't yeah. training as well. I was going through different time zones. I was, I was averaging a hundred thousand air miles plus a year. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah. much I was traveling, and it meant my training was out of sync. It meant my food. I wasn't able to have normal eating habits. Now, for the first couple of years, it was great. I was going out to all these fancy restaurants, like <laughs> being schmoozing here, schmoozing there, eating what I wanted, but. I followed the cycle of I'd go away for a couple of months traveling because that's the nature of what it was. Then I'd come back, I'd be 10, 15 pounds heavier, lose 10, yeah. 15 pounds, go back out traveling again, put on 20 pounds, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever it was. It was this repetitive cycle that happened for two years. And then it was, and it was like, it was fun and it was enjoyable, yeah. but it wasn't healthy for me long term. And I realized like I needed to, to grow up a little bit when I traveled, <laughs> I think is the yeah. best way to do it. Do you know what? Let's, I just want to quickly interject. Let's, Talking about, let's keep on the lines of performing better. What sportsmen have done that in their careers? Look, if you look at the sportsmen who have done a similar thing to you have done, because it's it's what we all, most people tend to do, isn't it? We go on holiday, we gain a bit of weight, we lose it, we gain weight, blah, blah, blah. Let's say Ricky Hatton, boxer. Yep. Always, you know, really fit when he he was in training camp, came up to his uh, fights. Between fights, he let himself go beyond belief, didn't he? Yeah. He was on it. Wayne Rooney. Yeah. used to let himself go a fair bit between Premier League seasons. Now, yeah. these people are who careers didn't perhaps last as long as they should have done. Maybe they yeah. didn't get to the heights they perhaps should have done. Because it's, it's so difficult, isn't it? Because Wayne Rooney, Man United and England's all-time top scorer at the moment, because Harry Kane's going to overtake him <laughs> very, <laughs> very soon. But would you say, even though he, obviously he was fantastic player, he still wasted his career a little bit. He should have done more, should have lasted longer than he did, could yeah. have done a bit better. Because, like, look at Ronaldo. Yeah. The way Classic he's looked example. after himself, he's still playing now at the very, very top. Whereas, you know, Rooney went on a bit of a slippery slope. Is that all part of it? You know, there you go. Well, I, just take sportsmen in general and people who are, who are traveling for events and who are going yeah. to go. Like, I got a friend of mine, Nick, who's going to do the Chicago Marathon uh, yeah. this week. You know how is how is his traveling and eating habits going to affect leading up to the leading up to the event? So I yeah. I think this 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 topic as well. You're right. It doesn't just carry over to people going on holiday. It carries over to people who are traveling for sporting performance as well. Exactly. Or work who need to think about performing well at the top of the game if they're trying to close a business sale or a um, yeah. performance deal. They need you to want be on your top mind of their to be game. right, don't you? You don't want to feel lethargic. Ex- Exactly. Whereas, you know, again, that's, that's a very good example. Actually, you're going out, you've got to schmooze. You've got to go out and meet yeah. people, go out for food with people. Um, you know, all this thing is going to happen. So you've got to think of what, what are your strategies to try and do to, comp- to, to, go, to go with that and, and mm. like deal with it uh, is the easiest way to talk about it. So, yeah, so like this is when I went on holiday, like I didn't go with the mindset of like I'm, I'm going to be like a, eat like a bird and eat nothing <laughs> at all. That, that wasn't a thing. I went there with the idea of solely coming back the same weight as I did um, yeah. when I went out. That was the main goal because I didn't want to, because I haven't traveled properly for two years because of the pandemic. 
Well, you're on holiday and, and we'd never tell people not to enjoy their holiday. <laughs> 100%. 100%. So I was trying to think of ways, how would I coach somebody to do this? And then yeah. can I take my own advice and do the same thing? So this is what we did. And there was kind of three things, three and a half things that I did that were the, the key to all this. And so, yeah, so I'm going to just talk you through that today and share how it worked for me, how I found it and uh, the results. But as you already know, the results are I lost 2.15 kilos, you yeah. know. Um, you know, from, from doing it without trying and mm. without going for a run or doing any exercise. Yep, exactly, exactly. Uh, so first one is you walked everywhere, which is great. Yep. Not always possible, but if you can, walk everywhere. And you got about 20,000 steps a day, which is correct. Yep. So that was, that was rule number one, was I set a goal of you must walk 20,000 steps a day. And yep. some days they're close to 30,000 steps, other days they're... 25. There was one day that I didn't hit 20,000, but that was 18,900 steps. Did you walk laps of your hotel room? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I was, I was in the bedroom running, like on the spot, like yeah, the running, exactly. in the running man. <laughs> yeah. uh, you haven't told anyone, where, people, where you went yet? Oh, yeah, no, so, yeah. I went to Portugal. Uh, so the idea, we cat flew into Lisbon. We spent three days in Lisbon, and then we drew up the coast to Cascais, I think you pronounce it, and Cash, then Nazareth. Yeah, Cascais, yeah which is home of the big waves, the surf competitions. Highly recommend watching the videos for there. There's 30 meter waves. It's incredible. Wow. Uh, and then went to Porto uh, for a few days and then drove back. So that, the reason we did 18,000 steps was actually on one of the days we drove back from um, Porto to Lisbon to the airport. Yeah. So we still got some steps in, in the morning, but we just didn't get as much as we'd like to. I mean, so, 18,000 is still not too bad. <laughs> I tried. But that was, that was the goal, is keep walking everywhere. And if you've been to Portugal, Lisbon, you, know, you can take the trams, you can take a few other things, but you just uphill all the way too. So we yeah. walked everywhere, up and down hills, across the bridges, you name it. That's, that's what we did. So the first goal was 20,000 steps a day because I knew it was highly unlikely there's going to be a gym there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I'm on holiday. Like, exactly. Yeah. You know, if there's things we want to try and do, get, life gets in the way. Now, I went for two runs while I was out there yep. over the course of the 10 days. That was it, because that's the only time we had to fit in to go for a run. Now, I could have made more time, but I chose to go and see other sites because I'd never been to Portugal over those runs. I made those conscious decisions. Yeah. But we walked everywhere. And that was it. So walking, as we know, is a foundation of all good health. You'd exactly. be burning energy. It's a great way to lose weight if you need to because you'd be spending more calories. Uh, it moves blood. It moves lymph. It's great for the mind. And it mm-hmm. builds aerobic capacity and endurance. Okay? It does indeed. Yep. That, was, that was the main thing here. And if anyone hasn't walked 20,000 steps a day continuously for seven, eight days, you know, it's, it's going to be hard Do on it. the body. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it can be hard if you're not used to it. So that was the thing. We both did it. We both followed that rule and we, we hit it every single day. And it was fantastic. And that was the first tip, like walk 20,000 steps a day as to offset any damage you may be doing or offset the fact that you may not be training because of life getting in the way, particularly if you're there with kids, right? Guess what's going to happen? You know, there's things going to happen. It's unlikely your planned gym routine on holiday is going to happen because things happen. Yeah, exactly. This is something we spoke about um, in season four in one episode. I can't remember exactly what the topic was, but we were talking about, you know, if something go life happens, as we say, if something goes off track, maybe you can't get your, actually it was, it was more like me and you with habits. Like if something goes off track, I'm more likely to keep my nutrition on point. Whereas you're more likely to keep your training on point. Mm-hmm. So it's like always to, try and keep one of them, you know, 
in a good a place as you can. So obviously in this in this instance, you knew you weren't going to train. So you've looked down more of the uh, nutrition route and the, and the let's call exactly. it neat. Uh, yep. Walking, neat, non-exercise activities. Absolutely. Genesis, walking as much as you can. So yeah, just try and keep one of those things um, on point as much as possible. Exactly. And that, that was it. That was a key thing to say is manage that side of things. So yep. I, I think the choice, I wanted to keep exercising. So my choice was to go for the longer walks and continuous walks as opposed to going to the gym because it impacted, you know, the social aspect of being on holiday too. Yeah. Hey, sorry, uh, Kat, I'm, go- I'm going away for an hour to train. See you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, next one is a good nutritional habit just for, not for holiday, for life, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, eat until you're 80% full. This is something that the Blue Zones uh, actually talk about. Absolutely. Uh, Blue Zone book, if you're interested yeah. in that. If you, if you see any of the research they do on the Blue Zones, the places where people live to over 100 years old, uh, or the highest concentrations of people where they live to over 100 years old, the consistent thing around there is eat to 80% full. That's what they say and talk about. And it's a great tip to use, I think, just in general day-to-day life. Mm. And that's, the, that's what I went with. Um, the other phrase I use is eat like an adult. So, <laughs> you know, again, again, during those times when I was traveling for years and years and years, I was literally just picking out. I've been a child. I was like, ooh, all this food. This is fantastic. Yeah. And, like, yeah. you'd have dessert with everything. You'd have... Like double of everything, like it was just, it was great, and you know the food was good. I was enjoyed myself, but the offset is that is the not so longer term fun down the road of having to lose all that weight again to get back yeah. to how you want to perform. So I just used that rule. I said, eat like an adult, eat till eighty percent full, and then, but I didn't limit myself on anything I couldn't eat. Like if I had ice cream, gelato. I said, so there's a video of you eating ice cream. <laughs> yeah there's gelato i had every day i had some chocolate yeah. i had you know went to restaurants it was it wasn't a case of me um like not saying yes to not, not enjoying yourself yeah no i ate everything that was put in front of me but i just ate within moderation so the gelato is a good example of this like normally i don't care i could go for the medium or large cups so you'd have these have these massive bowls of ice cream yeah. but i chose the small cup each time so i was still eating it and then I just went for the small cup and that was it. So I still had that taste and I just limited to those yeah. quantities. And it was the same in other places as well. If there's a couple of chocolates and I just have a couple of chocolates, I wouldn't have the whole box. Or It's hard to describe it, but that, that's, that was my philosophy. Or when we went to restaurants, I made sure I ate well for starters and mains and I didn't have dessert. Yeah. That was Or that if was you were thing. more of a dessert person, maybe you could have a... Yeah, you know, skip skip the starch and have a main and dessert. It's entirely up to you. Whatever, whatever, exactly, whatever. and that was, and it was something. The restaurant side of thing was was a big thing for me as well because sometimes when I go away, like I'll go all my allergies and intolerances go out the window, and I go, I'll just eat some of this anyway. Mm. So bread's a big thing for me. Like again, I'm not saying avoid bread, but for me, wheat yeah. in general affects me. I I bloat up. I I get rashes in my face, skin issues. Uh, it's it's a nightmare. So I avoid it. So I just made sure I avoided all those types of foods that impact my day-to-day health too. Mm. So I cut down and make sure it's high in fat, high in protein, lots of veg, fresh yeah. veg, which is great. And then made sure I didn't have the foods that impact me, any dairy or any um, wheat on a consistent basis. And that was the focus. So didn't limit myself on anything else, but that's what I made sure I did um, with everything else. But the gelatas were vegan based. <laughs> so that's <laughs> just... Uh, <laughs> Just emphasise that point, but it was it was a different mindset, and there was times where you know not to pick on Cat, but she she wasn't necessarily following that rule throughout the whole day, and yeah. like 
I'd wake up the next day feeling great and she'd be going like, I've still got a food baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like from the night before, she enjoyed it. So it's, yeah. you know, it's not that she put, put on weight at all, but she, it was just that, the feeling of being on hold as well for me to enjoy more things. What's that? Yeah. Uh, the next one, this is a really good one and something you actually started before you went away. Uh, mm. You carried the snacks uh, with you. Yeah. What, what S- snacks were you having? Nothing major. I literally bought Biltong. Uh, in vacuum packs. So we were traveling a lot. So we, when we were driving up the coast, uh, we're not always around to get certain things. And again, abroad, you don't know where to eat food sometimes. You don't know where to get yeah. food from. It's different types of quality of food. So I just made sure that I had a big, I took two packs of Biltong out with me, mm. uh, 250 grams each, and I had that on the go. So if we're driving somewhere, like, hey, I'm a bit peckish, I'd have about 30 to 50 grams of Biltong to keep me going. High, super high in protein, low in calories, yeah. keeps me full for longer, and it just makes me make, helps me make better choices throughout the day too. And that's the key thing. It was I wasn't getting to the stage where oh my god I'm so hungry I need to eat whatever comes my way. Like because yeah, I was you'd, you'd eat having the first the thing that you saw and it wouldn't matter to hell with what it is. Yeah. No, I literally had the snacks there, kept me full, kept me satiated, and I literally made better decisions when I was at the restaurants or going out. That was that was the main thing. I didn't necessarily want all that food all the time. Yeah, like, it was like I was already full leading up to these things. So for me, it was built on. I know vegans and non-carnivore eaters will struggle with anything like that. Maybe some uh, trail mix. Trail mix is a good option if you like that. Kind yeah. Of thing. Oh, that's, and the other thing was nuts. I bought. We bought nuts consistently. There you go. So like yep. at the hotels we're having. Yeah, good point. Actually, I forgot about that. So at the hotels uh, we had, we didn't have. We chose not to have breakfast because we wanted to go and see the local mm-hmm. delicatessens, coffee shops, and see what was going on. But I always made sure that I had some nuts in the morning, some fats to keep me going temporarily. Because if we go to some of the coffee shops and you see the quality of the food wasn't there, we wouldn't have it. So yeah. it means it's a longer delay, but the, the nuts were there to help me keep me going too. Just a handful of nuts to keep me going, keep everything in moderation. And that's how I maintained that throughout the week. It's nothing hard, nothing simple. I didn't go preparing heavy meals, yeah. bag of nuts, mixed nuts, and a bag of biltong. That was it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and the final, the final one, you did do a little bit of tracking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. Now, I'll caveat this. Not everyone uh, should track. It depends if it's the right thing for you to do. Uh, and also, we're not going to advocate people to go, hey, just track on holiday because it takes all the joys out of eating sometimes too. Yeah. But I, I find tracking not stressful. It takes me a couple of seconds to do. I quite liked doing it. And it allowed me to keep on point because there's some days where we know my maintenance is at 2,650 approximately. Yep. So there were a couple of days where I went over 2,600 to so about more like 3,000. And then there were some days then that I offset that by coming down to more 2,300, 2,200, yep. just offset it slightly. Right. That was, that was my little game in, within a game, essentially, mm. to try and do that. So it just kept me on point. I didn't care about my macro ratios. Right. I didn't care yeah. about that. It was purely looking at the moderation. So if I went, oh, do you know what? Quite a lot today. But after I put everything in, it's like, I'm going to hold off a little bit tomorrow. So I'd less be less indulgent the next day, but not limit myself on what foods I was having. Yeah, just gave you a, a rough idea uh, of where you were at. And you can do a similar thing if you don't want to track with uh, portion sizes, hand, hand portions. Obviously, you always yeah. take your hands with you. So that's, that's uh, good. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that was a simple goal. So those are the three, I'd say the first three tips, the walk everywhere, 20k steps a day is, is key. 
Mm. I'd say 80% full is a very good habit to carry with you for the rest of your life. Eat like an adult to 80% full. And then the snack side of things, prepare. Keep something simple. Nuts and built on for me with the simplest needs just I could put in the bag. It's super light. doesn't take up too much space and you can carry them around here and it's there for you on the go. And the idea is to make better decisions based on the food you're consuming beforehand. Yep. Not I'm getting jealous. Get that, talking all that talk of biltong is making me hungry. I want some now. <laughs> I've got a little bowl in front of me here now, like this. What? Uh, where did you get it from? Let's plug the company. Why not? Uh, the biltong we no, company. We have no affiliation with them, by the way. We just... No, uh, the biltong company in the UK. So again, the first thing was not these crappy little bits of biltong you get in the in the supermarkets. Go to a proper South African butchers, yep. um, and they will do a whole lot of stuff. So I've, I've gone for some amazing flavored sweet peri, uh, peri peri flavors, nice. uh, sweet chili ones. And it's, it's just absolutely amazing. Honestly, 50 grams yeah. of protein is less than 100, 150 calories. And it's like 40 grams of protein or something crazy like that. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, keeps you full for longer. Highly, highly recommend it. There we go. Get your built on again, guys. Uh, hopefully that was uh, helpful. Thank you very much, James. You enjoy your holiday. I did. It was great. Thanks. Now I've come back with loads of ideas and I've now got to implement them all. That's, that's the problem with holidays. You get loads <laughs> yeah. of good ideas and uh, realize, oh no, crap, I've got to, got to now do them all. Yeah. yeah. There will be, a, there is a little video you recorded while you were away. Uh, yeah. A little tip video, which will be coming out soon as well. So keep your eyes out for that. Exactly. Cool. Thanks guys. Thank you guys. Thank you, James. Thank you guys for listening until next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Over 30 podcast with Josh Kennedy and James Breeze. If you love listening to these episodes, then please let somebody else know about this podcast. That's how you can help it grow. And the more it grows, the more free content we can bring to you. Also, if you'd like to learn more about how we help people over 30 with a more bespoke training solution, you can book in for a free consultation with us at strengthmatters.com forward slash call right now.